0: Welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards.
1: And I'm Brittany Lysing.
0: And, and this, this is, is Life Pairings. Pairings. Because <laughs> life is
1: hard. Yes, so pair it with alcohol.
0: Sweet weep, hurry, hurry, hurry hard, because today's life pairing is curling with Nanaimo Bar Cream.
1: We're talking bumpy ice, Canadian classics, and small towns, baby. Woo! I don't know if you guys noticed, but our intro was, (laughs) that was the first time we've been able to match up in, I don't know, nine months? Yep, yep. Uh, we finally, uh, we are together in the same room, we Mm -hmm. are six feet apart, Uh, Mm -hmm. we are socially distanced, but we can see each other's mouths moving.
0: (laughs) It uh, It makes things a little bit
1: easier. Dude, it makes such a difference, it's like, you can see somebody responding in time. (laughs) I've noticed, like, in some of the past episodes, where we're like, uh, it's just like, the other person thinks it's done, yeah, and then, like you're there's an awkward pause and it's just like the I I feel like that's what the whole world's been on zoom yeah
0: yeah we're just we're just awkwardly not doing the right facial expressions at the right time and (laughs) laughing inappropriate
1: yeah you're just like are you mad at me are you happy with what I said I have no fucking clue what's happening yeah but uh yeah we're in the we're in the same room tonight If you follow me on Instagram, which you probably don't,
0: because who cares?
1: (laughs) But I got some pretty neat lights. Yeah, we got a little bit of the cool life pairings. Half of the life pairing studio, which is at my house, and
0: the other half
1: is at Carla's house. Yeah, is that.
0: hers but has got got themed lighting dude for i got our podcast i did I, I you can
1: do it yourself lighting <laughs> so i just i matched it to our life Parents logo yeah which, it's <laughs> so good. which
0: is obnoxious It's good i like it yeah, i like it good.
1: now do you like curling oh buddy you know what i freaking love curling <laughs> which i think is the only appropriate way to ex- think, respond to oh, oh yeah
0: yeah if you're not hard on your r's and doing a lot of if you're not going Dude. to walk in
1: the bear, going to <laughs> goddamn safe way on us, yeah, goddamn Safeway. You're You're
0: You're not curling. You're
1: goddamn not curling. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I've? Um, I have fallen in love with curling in the past. I'd say ten years, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you probably know quite a lot more than I do because I think Ugh. you really follow, really follow it. Uh, but I really enjoy watching it. In the Olympics, it's mm-hmm. become... Dude, the, the matched curling, or sorry, the... the uh, curly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the guy and girl... Yeah. Is, like, my new favorite sport that exists anywhere in yeah, life.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: It's the greatest. Yeah. I just feel like it's, like... I don't know, man. It's... It's... I, I know a lot of people don't like curling, and they... They think,
0: just don't. They just don't understand it. I don't think they get it. I know. You have to understand all the rules, other than... it doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, and it's, like... Uh, you know, much like anything, this is, a good, this is a conversation that I have about baseball all the time. People are like, it's so fucking boring. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not
0: boring!
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> it, There's so many beautiful things that are happening that you don't understand. Yeah. And I think as a late bloomer, as a late curling bloomer, <laughs> which I, I feel like every Canadian is, because you just don't... Oh, God. There's just didn't. not a lot of 15-year-olds that love curling. No. But it's something like, you turn 30... And it's just a rite of passage in Canada <laughs> that you either join a bonspiel or you go to the briar or you start watching it. Whatever your version of getting into it is, is appropriate. It just yes. like it just yeah. doesn't happen till later in life. Yeah. So I would say that um, to me, it's just it's this kind of really cool Canadian thing. Yes. And yeah. You know how like when you love a rock band that nobody else knows. Like the tragically hip, much, like, <laughs> much like the tragically hip.
0: Please check out our Patreon, where we're doing a series on the tragically oh, hip. Yeah,
1: like side feature, side sidebar. Yeah. We are actually doing um, a really cool feature on on the Patreon right now, where we're pairing uh, hip songs with booze. Yeah. So you just hear about the history of the song, and then we pair the whole. But yeah, it's it it is much like that. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a perfect. That's a perfect sort of example or anecdote, rather. Is like it's. It's this thing that only you get, yes. and only people where you're from get. And it's like, you, it gets to be your sport and your fun thing. And then also, much like everything else in Canada, it's just so boozy. <laughs>
0: like,
1: curling, nothing about going to a curling, everything is just like, you're drinking the yeah. whole time.
0: Yeah. But you're very quiet during, like, okay, so I don't know where we should... Curling is a big a big thing in my family since dawn of time, yeah. um, and I didn't like it until Men with Brooms came out, the <laughs> fantastic Paul Gross film from the early two thousands. Um, and so, and then when curling, obviously Olympics, especially in Vancouver, even when it was. I don't know, somewhere we had, where was the last Winter Olympics? I am, we've lost track of all that stuff, but oh I was... Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> it's like, I feel like the last Winter Olympics was last fucking decade. Yeah. Which it probably was. Yeah. I mean, at this point, Fact, because we know. delayed a year,
0: it would have been
1: eight years, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. So... It no, really... four four years ago. Oh, oh yeah, oh, it's every yeah. two and a half years. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we should probably maybe explain slightly what curling is. Sure. Okay. So, takes place on ice. Check. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian, Canadian thing. tech. Okay. <laughs> uh, you throw from the hack. So you take a stone rock. Um, they used to like pick it up, swing it, and then throw it. But now the not a lot of the biggies do that anymore. So generally it's a sliding. So you throw your rock from the hack, which is basically where you start throwing.
1: Yeah.
0: On And you have a little button. So that's where you want to get it. There's some rings around it. And that's where you want to get your rock closest to it
1: basically looks like a giant target
0: yes exactly yeah So uh, there's four players on each team each let's say round it's very similar to uh, in scoring to uh, baseball so you have generally of 10 ends so each team gets to throw uh, eight rocks per end and whatever is left at the end of that those eight throws, and whatever's closest to the button. So you might have one rock closest to the button, but then the other team has one that's just a little bit not as close. So then you only get one. If you have, like, three, and they're all closest, more so than the other teams. Yeah. I am not good at exploiting this. I'm so sorry <laughs> to anybody that actually knows what curling is. Uh, you would then get three points. So you get three points for that end. And then right. whoever...
1: Essentially, whoever, whatever... Yeah, and they're color-coded, mm-hmm. uh, so whatever team's color is closer to the button yeah. in that throw gets that point.
0: Yeah, in that in that end. Yeah, yeah. in
1: that end, particular end. And each end is scored individually, and then it's all... You, That's when, right. You win ends, and then at the end of the thing, it's the most... Whatever
0: the, the total of all the end yeah. scores. Yes. Ooh. So it's, it's, like, it's actually, like, a really simple I'm game. I'm, like, which, I'm so sorry to my dead father <laughs> and my dead grandfather and, and all of my other relatives you. like, are like, finally,
1: an episode about curling
0: something
1: we can get behind. Um, <laughs> this is where our listenership's gonna go you know,
0: through
1: the because we got angels on our side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, like, it's actually, it's, like, for something that's, like, you know what, simplistic is, it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. It's a simple mm-hmm. game. I mean, you're throwing a rock from the other end. It's got to get close to the center. Yeah. That's all you're trying to do. But then it gets complicated. Yes. It gets complicated because, t- you know, different skill sets come into practice. And, you know, when skill comes in and human nature comes in, you- you're j- a simple game becomes hard. And it becomes complex. And it becomes, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's cool.
0: And you have different people, too, that are in each of the four members of the team. They're going to be really good at one thing, um, so you have your lead and you have your skip, and then you have the other two. So some of them are going to be really good at throwing like ridiculous throws, really, really heavy. They're going to be able to knock out other people's rocks. Yeah. Some people are just able to how I do not understand make the rock go around things and then go back in things and oh, it's incredible. Yeah, it, and it's so... really
1: incredible. It's like it's like you know how. Somebody shoots an arrow, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, the accuracy. Yeah. But imagine you were like, okay, there's a tree in the middle, yeah. and you got to shoot that arrow, and it's got to do a circle around the tree, and then hit the the bullseye still.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: It's like, it's totally
0: amazing. Yeah, and it's timed, too. Not that this ever really comes up a lot. But... No, it
1: doesn't come up a bunch, but it does, though. Every yeah. once in a while, it fucks you. Yeah,
0: like, you only have a certain amount of time, so it's pretty good. Uh, there... Uh, are a lot of bond spiels. so that's basically like our tournaments look are I'm not part of the curl yeah' so sorry yeah so yeah that's a big thing one of the biggest ones obviously like it is a, an, an an international sport it's actually from Scotland yeah um but one of the biggest ones here the cool thing that I really like about curling is women's uh curling is Pretty much, almost as big as men's curling. So the Scotties, and then the men's is the Brier. Um, but like Brittany said, they have mixed, uh, and I think this is a little early for a for an uh, interesting fact. <laughs> but I believe it is the most uh, televised sport in Canada featuring women.
1: Wow, yeah. I did, that's not something I knew. Yeah. Um, you're going to be actually a little annoyed with me here because this would have been a very good <laughs> opportunity. Uh-huh. And when I say this, you're gonna to want to flip the table I'm sitting at. Oh, good. Because I, um, I have quite a dear comedian friend who's not just a wonderful comedian who's been to Just for Laughs and yeah. all kinds of things. Uh, he's also a championship curler. <laughs> so, but we've got a little guest heavy in the few last episodes. Exactly. So uh, we thought we'd go back to the back to the grassroots. But yeah. also uh his name's John Cullen. Yeah. <laughs> he's from uh, he's He's from Abbotsford, I believe, uh, originally, and he lives in uh, Vancouver now. But he's he's a he's like a championship oh curler. <laughs> so maybe that's something I should have brought up in a another episode or uh, <laughs> be on this one. But maybe we'll get him. Later, hey, so. you
0: know what? This is how you start watching curling. It's just a bunch of idiots talking about curling, and suddenly you're like, that does sound less complicated than I thought it did. <laughs> Do you know what I like? I
1: honestly like so. I'm um, there's it's such a uh, I guess, uh, cultural thing here in, uh, I, well, in a lot of places in Canada for different reasons. Here in Alberta, it's it's so oil heavy. Yeah. And so when, you know, when the oil companies, like, they put on huge bond spiels. Yes, yeah,
0: the doodle spiel.
1: The doodle spiel, which Carla will talk about. Yeah. And I, like, I've also performed at a lot of bond spiels, oh,
0: nice. which is
1: the funniest fucking thing, because it's just like, these people have been drinking for seventy-two hours. Yeah, and then you just rattle in there, and you're just like, "I don't think my mom likes me." And they're like, "Oh my god, they're too drunk to handle it." They yeah, can't. I've done a few bond spiels. and every time, like, like I get a call sheet that says like I'm on a bond spiel, like I yeah. have to perform at this bond spiel, I'm like, you know what? I, I just got to start writing curling jokes. <laughs> there you because go yeah me just doing my normal act at these places it's so out of fucking place i did one in um saskatchewan with a dear friend and they told us it was like supposed to be kind of corporate clean and we got yeah. there and it was just like these blue collar folks in a barn <laughs> and we just looked at each other and we're just like we like told the guy we're like move the tables closer to the stage and we're saying fuck <laughs> he just was like okay and we're like why did you ask for corporate clean? And he was just like I don't know. It's just like kind of a family event. Like everybody's been drunk. If there's children
0: here, it's a should problem. Be, uh, yeah, someone
1: should be hundred percent call the police. Yeah, like this is ridiculous. Ugh. So I'm just realizing I dumped this whole fucking beer. Uh, oh,
0: shit. Do you want to pause? We're at a bond, sp- no, <laughs> bond spill right now. Yeah, okay, good. good. Um, the funny thing about uh, like curling that I find though is it it is like a drinking thing. That's part of it. Um, I think, I don't know if you're going to talk about the controversy.
1: Uh, buddy, the way your eyes lit up, first of all,
0: I don't know what the controversy is. Okay,
1: alright. Well, Second of
0: all, all I want to know
1: about is what the controversy is. I send
0: is. it to you on, on, uh, oh, Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, okay. Okay. yeah,
1: As yeah. my news story. I yeah. will. Yeah. That is what I'm talking about. Sorry. Um,
0: but it's very funny because when you go to a Bondsville, I've been, I got lucky a couple years ago, went with a good friend of the podcast, JT, and, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I think... Chantel and her other half, yeah, over there, and uh, you have to be quiet. During be quiet, yeah, like it's a very respectful, quiet thing. But then you go to what was in the Big Four, and that's I can't remember what they called it like the Curling Rock or something, where everybody and everyone is shit faced, drunk, and yelling. And I'm like, how do you go to the Bondsville, <laughs> and then you come back here and you're so quiet? And then oh yeah, well, like the Briar is like I mean
1: a national, the na- a national event yeah, that t- yeah. tours different cities in Canada. And, uh, the thing is, is like, it, um, it, you have to be quiet and respectful. Like yeah. I've been to a lot of curling events and one time we went to a curling event and it was called like the Pinty's, uh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But for those of you who don't know, Pinty's is just like chicken wings. Yeah. Basically. Frozen it's, chicken wings. Like, frozen chicken wings that are fucking delicious. So my, I was hammered <laughs> and all I wanted, I was like, where's the Pinty's tent? <laughs> and they're like, no, Pinty's sponsored the event. And I was like, here, what do they put on their tent? <laughs> they like, no, they don't have
0: chicken. And I was like, huh? what? <laughs> I know. That's false advertising. That is
1: false advertising. Oh. There's no way that they should have called that. The no. Pin- unless there were some goddamn frozen ribs or some chicken wings somewhere. I, I was so frustrated. I literally went from stand to stand. stand, to stand <laughs> and then we literally, so it was me and um, actually Harry, who was on the podcast last week. Yeah. And we were just trying to find the Pinty stand. <laughs> And then we somehow got into a VIP area. And they're like, I think it's down there. And then we just kept saying, I'm looking for the Pinties tech. But it kept like, it, we kept evolving. Level, or like,
0: we, just we just keep, going, keep going, up going
1: up and up. Up and up. We're going to the top of Pinties. <laughs> because
0: eventually you're on the ice we you're like literally, oh,
1: no. we were honestly like in the players area and yeah. we we're like sorry we're just with the we're looking for the panties tent and they were like oh just try around the corner because nobody knew that we were looking we were just two drunks yeah looking, too and they just kept thinking we were with panties yeah they were like, oh, you're with the sponsorship. Oh, you just go down to the uh. like, Oh, you must be looking for like the VIP area. Oh. And we were just like, no. We
0: want chicken wings.
1: We drove from Calgary to Okotoks to go to this event. Now we're hammered. We want chicken wings. Oh,
0: my God. That's so, so I'm good. Telling you. Uh,
1: and that, that was insane. It. It's always <laughs> just this thing of like, um, curling is so like, it's, it's almost like the event is so calm. Yes. So the audience is so rowdy. I think
0: that's, yeah. I mean, if you ever watch Darts. Yeah. I mean, they're fucking hammed. Like, they're in the audience. Like
1: They're making it fun. Yeah. We're <laughs> 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 like, like, oh, this kind of sucks. Let's yeah. make this I'm up.
0: not watching it to watch some, like, 300-pound man holding a beer yeah. in one hand and throwing out a dart in the other. I'm 100%. watching for the, like, the people that are dressed up as some fucking, like, Vikings for some reason.
1: A hundred percent. And you know what? You find the funnest people in audiences like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just, like, it's it's so silly. You know what I mean? And I, and I feel like, too, like, the, the Canadian Pride, and maybe I can dip a little bit into the psychology. Yeah. Uh, is just... I think the reason people, and I and I try to do research on this specific thing, which was <laughs> a little hard, but I, I, I mean, what what I found was that it just comes down to sort of nationalistic pride. Right. It's just like, it's something that is so Canadian, so we hold it close to our hearts. Yeah. We're like, we want to celebrate this because it's something that Canadians do, and it's something that, you know, it's a winter sport, and we're very good at it in the Olympics. Yes. And... It's just something that no one wants to lose the tradition of. So, so sort of the, the sort of the psychology around why we like curling, or mm-hmm. it should we like curling? Or, <laughs> it's it's really it's. I mean, people who like sports are gonna like whatever sport they like, right? I think Canadians like this sport because it's important to us to keep alive. Yeah. And it's, it's it's fun. And there was actually a lot of psychology in the game of curling itself for the players. Right. Uh, there was a psychologist in uh, in at the U of A that was hired to, to be with the national team. Oh, nice. In, uh, for the Olympics. Yeah. And um, he was basically, they were basically asking him, like, what is it you do to prepare these curlers for things like the Olympics? Or prepare them just day to day for the like, of A lot of... Every sports team has a, a sports psychologist, right? Yeah, uh, attached to their organization. So for the for the psychology of the the curlers, I, they basically were saying just prepare yourself for anything. Mm-hmm. Like no matter anything could happen. All that's in your control is how you curl, right? But the game could go completely wild. I mean, you could like, you could do the best on the team, but there's still three other members, right? There's all. The other team could just be weirdly better than you, which I think Carla is going to tell us something about a little later. It just is like, there's just, it's, and I think that's part of the excitement is because it's like, it's sort of seemingly boring. Yeah. But there's these levels, built-in levels of excitement of where you're like, I don't know where this could go. So that's sort of what he was just trying to prepare them for was just like, listen, this game could go any possible way. So you need to prepare yourself uh, you know, mentally, for just the thing that you do. Also, uh, another part, another aspect of the game, is that the lead and the skip right. have a lot of pressure on them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I really think like that's kind of. Not only are you like almost the team captain in your the like in those. Mm, it's in different the though. You. The lead.
1: Yeah, you're making the calls. You're you're like the coach
0: and yeah. the lead player and the and know. the team is generally named after you. That's the name that's going to be on. Yeah, like on the Kevin stream. Coe team is. Yeah. that's the team that. Co-E. Oh,
1: Coe. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, team, but that you know the team that represented us in yeah. the, the the last few uh, uh, national. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's named after you. Yeah. It's your team, you're the, you're in charge, you make the calls, you make the everything like that, so there's a lot of psychology around just like kind of one person being a little too responsible for everything. Yeah. oh, that guy's team sucks. (laughs) Dude, your team fucking blows, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wanted to read a quote to explain. This is a quote from Men With Brooms, (laughs) talking about the kind of complicated nature, as you will. The great character James Lennox. Yes, uh, he says it's shuffleboard. It's you gotta think like snooker, <laughs> poker, and free rock climbing. This is dangerous shit.
1: <laughs> it's true though. Yeah, you know it's funny. it's it, it, and another thing too is like how challenging it is to do. And and I hate mm-hmm, to keep going mm-hmm. back to baseball, but it's just like, you're like mm-hmm. oh, baseball, you could just be a fat fuck standing on the other side of the field. <laughs> it's like, do you know how high those people are jumping in the fucking air yeah. to catch a ball? Yeah. If you try to curl, oh, why dare you. Yeah. It's so hard.
0: I've never curled. It's like,
1: you have to, like, get down, like, you know how you can't do lunges
0: after 32 years old? These people are a deep. These are deep lunges, dude. A schmerler the
1: curler <laughs> in a fucking lunge is the most Canadian thing I've ever seen in my life. I swear to God, I'm gonna get it. You know what? I just thought about it now, but I'm yeah. gonna do it. I'm gonna get a schmerler the curler on my on a sweatshirt. Nice. Yeah. Because she was just so legendary. Yeah. But the, the the position you have to be in to curl properly.
0: Oh, and you're bent over like. Think about when you're vacuuming, like vacuuming, and you're like, "Oh, this is really hard." Or sweeping, you're like, "Oh, this is hard on my back." They're trying to like heat the ice, yeah, so that the ball, bo- uh, the ball, bo- so that the rock will go faster or slower or whatever. Their are back about like and and they're on ice.
1: And they're on ice. Yeah, it's like. You know how sometimes you play sports on ice but you have skates? This time, you
0: just have shoes. Yeah.
1: You just have loud
0: pants and a <laughs> spicy
1: pair of shoes.
0: <laughs> and and I think um like they well they have special shoes, Brittany.
1: I know, but so does everyone else in the world. I got so. the they cleats. That.
0: They're ice cleats. I don't know if they're even ice clean. Like, they're not very... Like, they definitely don't have spikies or anything on the bottom of them. Oh. One's, like, a slidey thing. But the thing that's kind of changed and is new now with curling is, you know, your average curlers would be, let's say, 40s. Yeah. Now they're getting real young.
1: Yeah, dude. My, um, well, uh, friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. Friend of our hearts, Lena Newman. Uh-huh, yep. She curls. She's on a curling team. She is, yep. And I actually have a... My cousin is, like... My cousin's a real funny guy. His his dad's actually just like a super funny guy too. Yeah. But they, always, it's almost like they they're the people that make things fun. Yeah. So every time I see him in a golf tournament, he's got just a loud pair of pants. <laughs> and then he joined a curling team, and I was seeing pictures of him on Instagram, and he was just wearing, just wearing wicked loud pants, just uh, because they were like in the tournament. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, we all get to get matching rainbow pants. That's
0: yeah, what we have that's, to do that's well, I the thing that's we have fair. To do. Um, but, but the thing is, it's getting more, like, they're doing weight training, they're doing, like, it's <laughs> a, there's a lot more going on now, so it's a lot more physical.
1: Hey, Carla.
0: Uh-huh. We're doing weight training. We are doing weight training <laughs> with previous guests. Well, we're just hucking guest names here. Kate, yeah, previous we're, guest, <laughs> Caitlin. We are dumping
1: guest names all the <laughs> like, Dude, but we are doing the weight training. Yeah, we, we are, are doing training. the, maybe we
0: can do curling now.
1: I think we could. <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I, I could. I'm feeling like pretty toned, and I had, we had, uh... That we had massages together. Yeah, yeah. We may have had tandem massages. Listen, we if you know what? Sometimes you watch a show and you you listen to a thing and you're like, you know what, I hope they're really friends behind
0: yeah. the scenes.
1: We are. We really are. And it's actually getting sick
0: then yeah. because <laughs> We do a lot of stuff together. I think I talk to Brittany more than I talk to my husband and <laughs> Sometimes so I wake weird. up and I
1: go like, oh, I should call Carla, and then I realize like <laughs> I don't really have a reason. I just don't.
0: So then I don't. And
1: then I'm like, I'll oh, I'll figure out something by the end of the day. That I'm her about. Yeah. But Good. I but today I got a massage and he was like, I I noticed a little muscle tone. Oh, that's fine. He says I noticed you're doing squats, which means he was in my glutes. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. but I was like, hey, shout out to Caitlin for mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. she's been working us up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> we just need a curling instructor. This I think so. Thing. I think we
0: could do it. We I just we could we, could
1: we need non um uh, COVID. People- yeah, but I mean, uh, the psychology surrounding it—it it was more interesting within the team mm-hmm. aspect of it than it was like kind of why we like it. We like it because it's a national pride thing. Yeah. We like it because it's a fun sport and it's our neat little thing.
0: Yeah, but the
1: w- within the team, it was it was really interesting to see the different roles and stuff like that of uh, of the skipper having that much pressure on him or her. Yep. Um, and I didn't mean to say it like that. Oh, <laughs> God. I've been, I've been taken down by the goddamn patriarchy. <laughs> I'm like,
0: or her, because girls can do things, too. Yeah. And girls are quite good at curling.
1: Girlings, girls are fucking dynamite at yeah. curling. Actually, the girls' curling is is so
0: good to watch. It's, yeah. I actually enjoy it more than the men's curling. Yeah, I think that's actually one of the things that, that like, I think I probably spent way more time watching Scotties than I watched of the Briar.
1: Yeah, it's way. I don't know what it is, but it's just like it's like so much. It I don't know what it is. It's yeah. like more dramatic. The I think girls it's just are kind of meaner to each other
0: <laughs> now. They're a little.
1: They're a little mean. Like the I oh, I can't remember her name. Uh, Canadian curler uh, of the Olympics last year, January or not January. Je- Jennifer Jones. Jennifer Jones. Oh, man, she's got a scowl to her. old. She gender. does,
0: but I feel like that's not anything to do with her. My mom says it's because she has two kids at home. <laughs> But I feel like, I feel like when she, like, when she loses,
1: Mm. she, Christ, good thing she's a curler and not a poker player. (laughs) Uh, Like, you know what I mean? She's really got a scowl to her. She's like, you fucking bitches lost this for
0: all of us. She's looking at the two sweepers like, you could have swept (laughs) her. And that's the other kind of weird and unique thing to curling is, you have, like, you know, we have, especially in in things like the Briar and Scotties and the Olympics, obviously, Um, You have like a a provincial team or you have a national team or whatever, but like the big kind of curling fans, this is probably not Bernie and I, um, I'm talking more about my mom, uh, like they kind of like a lot of different players. So they're not just cheering for Alberta or BC or whatever, they're cheering for this certain person because they like them and they think they're a curler and they like their team. Or they've moved around. Or there's been a lot of moving around lately.
1: Yeah, there's been a um, ton. Yeah.
0: So that's kind of a neat thing that it's not this like, oh, I like this one team, and then that's what we cheer for. It's it's very, it's, it's much, f-
1: it's very fluid. Actually. Yeah, it seems like it seems like people go different places, and 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 it's just like anything you know, like even in hockey. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, I watch religiously, but. Players go different places. Yeah. So what you're going to be a fan of a player for ten years and then he switches teams and you hate him? That's ridiculous. If that you're a stupid person. If that's. and right.
0: like Jerome Ginla.
1: Yeah. All of, the, <laughs> all of a sudden, or just like you know, like I'm a huge Kachuk fan, yeah. for instance, or like, a, so if he moved teams, mm-hmm. I wouldn't not like him. Right. Right. I would just be like, oh man, that's sexy mood. I, I really liked him in Calgary. Uh, one person who my favorite hockey player of all time is, mm-hmm. do you know this person? Do you know who this is? No. Al McInnes.
0: Oh, I Number don't think two, I knew that. Al
1: McInnes. Uh, he, he played for Calgary for a lot of years, but yeah. then he finished off his career in St. Louis. Oh, okay. So, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to not cheer for him? Yeah. And say, no, you're just like, yeah. man. Yeah. No, I get that. That's, still my favorite like But are player. you going to
0: watch St. Louis with the same passion that you're going to watch Calgary? No, you're not. Because you can't, there, no one's got that kind of time. No
1: one, no one's got that kind of time.
0: And that's kind of why I like the curling is, because it's, it's basically like three months of a year where it's just curling is on at all times. Yeah. That's kind of how you get into curling.
1: It's kind of, it, it kind of because. <laughs> you're like, why
0: is this on TV all the time? And then you just eventually are like, oh, okay, well, it's like how I got into country music. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
1: Actually do you know what it, it was actually uh, for me to get into curling was that uh um uh Harry moved in into the house here and mm-hmm. we, we all of a sudden were just like sports was always on yeah and then he just watched everything religiously mm-hmm. so it was like every sport and then curling was always on yeah so then I just started looking forward to curling yeah so I was just like man this is really good I it used is, to it get is. To know the players and everything like that and you're like oh I'm super invested there. yeah
0: and it's a good sport too because you don't really have to watch the whole thing yeah. really what you're gonna watch is the last like let's say four ends of, the, of a 10 end game yeah um even within that they're gonna throw the like when they're doing just a specific end i'm really not caring until it's the last three rocks so there's a lot you can do you can be on your phone and then you just have to look up And it's very exciting and sometimes it's really really exciting
1: Yeah, and sometimes you look up and you're like, holy shit! So, you know what I like sometimes? Like, here's the thing. With hockey, I need to be invested. Mm -hmm. I want to watch every period. Mm -hmm. I want to see what happens. Uh, Baseball is my hungover sport. (laughs) I can literally be, like, Sunday afternoon if there's a Jays game on and I'm hung to the tits and I'm laying on the couch, my favorite thing to do is fall asleep in the first inning and barely know what the (laughs) score is and then wake up in the seventh inning and be like, Jesus Christ, we're almost <laughs> at the end of the game. Oh, we're winning. <laughs> That's and, good. and curling is kind of a sport for me that can just sort of be on. Yeah. And I just sort of check in occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll be making dinner and curling's on in the background. And I'm just like, holy fuck, like, How many ends do we
0: play? <laughs> I know, there's always, I'm always voting my mom going like, what are they, what are they doing the thing? With the ticket, what's this thing? She's <laughs> like, okay, so.
1: <laughs> I also never know when the briar is. It'll be like June 21st. I'm like, does a briar already happen? like, yeah. It happens in February.
0: <laughs> I, every year, we usually do uh, rugby sevens in Vancouver. And that weekend is the briar weekend. And every year, I forget that. So yeah. every year, my mom's texting me going, do you want me to send you the, the updates of the game while you're at the rugby? No, no, right. And I'm like, Why? She was like, because the briar, we do this every year. <laughs> the briar is on again. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> so then,
1: maybe maybe tell me a little bit about why this is so important to your family. Why is this something that is, like, such a big thing for you guys?
0: So I assume that the, the reason that curling was kind of a big thing in my family is, as we kind of mentioned, so curling is very tied in Alberta to... Um,
1: Oil and gas, kind
0: of, yeah. I was going to say... <clears throat> uh, uh, modern dance but um, <laughs> okay. I guess kind of yeah, also sure, <laughs> you, know,
1: you know Alberta's second industry behind, and behind modern, modern dance yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah like there's a lot of bond spills that are tied into the oil industry doodle spills one of those um, so yeah like I grew up with parents who curled which I think is the reason that I spent no time enjoying it because I just had to go to the, the rink like I don't know. It might have been once a week, probably in my brain it was 14 times a week. You're like, "Here
1: I am. <laughs> You're logging a ship log." You're like, Here I am. It's my 19th hour in the arena this
0: today. And we used to just sit in this lake Bonavista, uh like it was it was a hockey had hockey rink and then had a curling rink. Yep. And you just sit in the metal. It was just metal. Uh, furniture everywhere, and there's just children crawling all over this stuff. While their parents, I don't think anyone I was paying attention to it. Love
1: that you called it furniture. <laughs> <laughs> there were seats. There was a table. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want to classify as furniture?
0: you want to call me out on this? No, it's, <laughs> they, they were, were bleachers. They were metal Oh, bleachers. no, we were on the outside. We weren't allowed to be anywhere oh, near. Yeah. We had to be on the other side of the glass. Dude, there was that weird yeah. viewing yeah. area. It was yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of my childhood there. Dude, I played,
1: I you know what? I played hockey in the hockey rink. Oh, right, yeah. And if you played for the shit team, yeah. you had to play in the little rink. Like, and oh, then yeah, it yeah. was the curling rink. Yeah. So they'd be like, oh, we're going over the curling ring. So you knew you blew it. Like, you were on, like, team fucking seven if you had to be in the curling Like you, They're like, you guys blow so hard at hockey that we shrunk the ring size so you could get better. So it be better for you. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, so that's why... That's a big thing in my family. My grandpa was big into it. My dad was super big into it. Um, And so I looked up a little bit about the history of curling. I didn't find it really find a good history story besides the story that I got through my family this week. <laughs> so I will give you a little...
1: Hey, this is a great... First of all, <laughs> I want
0: you guys to know, and I don't mean to build this up, but mm. I've already heard the story, but it's not a shit story. Yeah, it's it's cute. a great it's story. It's um, But I'm gonna do the... I'm gonna make you hold on a little longer. I'm gonna do a little bit of just general history about curling. Okay. So it does come from Scotland because basically you need ice. So they would they would do curling on rivers and their locks. You know what?
1: I didn't know that, actually. I yeah, did it look at some stuff, but I didn't realize that's what the That started. Mm-hmm.
0: They even had to create uh, train stations for these obscure areas in Scotland because that's where curling bonds fields would be. Really? Yeah. Uh, so they think it dates back all the way to 1511. The first... 1511? Yeah. Sorry,
1: I'll stop interrupting. No, please do. I know, it's,
0: it's old. So it could be... My mom said, my mom also did a lot of research. She's very excited about this. Oh, right
1: on. Yeah.
0: uh, She thinks she, when she was doing her research, that they think it might be the oldest organized sport. Wow. Because things like baseball, even football, that's soccer. Uh, Oh, right. Obviously, hand football. Different.
1: (laughs) We'll call it the pigskin.
0: Yeah. tossing around the old pigskin. Um. So yeah, so uh, the first curling club in Scotland was the Grand Caledonian Curling Club, which was created in 1839. That's That's where they started to standardize some equipment. So that meant they weren't just, like, picking up a rock they found on the side of the street and they were throwing it down the rock, the thing. They were like, okay, we need to, like, have a certain, you know, weight, uh, this, this, the broom that you're using kind of has to look like this. So the weight of an average stone is 38 to 44 pounds.
1: Holy shit.
0: Yeah, and they would like sometimes pick it up and throw it. Like pick it up behind them and throw it.
1: Yeah, like they were like that used to kind of like you were kind of talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, the technique has changed a little bit. But yeah. Like that was that's the whole thing that I was like joking about before. Yeah. Is you're sort of in the almost like extended lunge position.
0: Yeah. Your knees like right on you're basically on the ice with one knee forward and one leg back.
1: One leg back. And then you're picking up how much did you say?
0: 30 to 44 pounds.
1: That's a lot. Dude. That's a lot. <laughs> dude, I'm pretty sure like, I've, been, I've been looking out for my nephew for the last week. And I'm pretty sure he's like 31, pounds. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> this guy. Oh, don't throw him down. There no, is. I'm not gonna throw him down. He's <laughs> a he's uh-huh. okay. Um, but actually, there's only two places you can get the stones
1: in, the, like, to in date? the world.
0: In the world, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Give me up. So it's a Scottish island called the. I should have asked Andy for pronunciation. <laughs> I'm going to call it the Ailsa Craig, so A-I-L-S-A. And then also in Wales, the Trefor, Treffer Granite Quarry. So those are the two places that you can get this. It's a, like a very high quality granite.
1: Yeah, I, you know what, That that's weirdly something I've always wondered. Because yeah. they are like such this specific shape and always true to form the exact same thing. Yeah. So it's like, it's much like, you know, like hockey. Like hockey, a
0: baseball or whatever. Baseball yeah. or hockey pucks
1: yeah. have to be a certain weight and a certain shape and yeah. a certain thing. But like, because curling's kind of obscure around the world, I, yeah. I did wonder where they get them yeah. From. yeah, yeah.
0: Scottish came over here to Canada, brought their little game, realized, guess what? It's icy here 99% of the time. <laughs> so we can play this all the time. They just like loved it right away. <laughs> the oldest... Uh, sports club in north america is the royal montreal curling club from 1807 dude that's so long i know it's
1: like actually like and i'm not trying to be facetious here no that's It's like a very long time ago to have like an organized sport and do a thing yeah so it's just like everyone everyone shits on curling but it's like hey you do a thing yeah. <laughs> for fucking 500 years. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's And for how uh, long it's been around. And I mean, yes, it's in obscure, Scot- like, Scotland and Canada are very similar, I feel. We're both kind of the, like, aren't they cute little countries.
1: Yeah, I feel like, I feel like America feels the same way about us that England feels about Scotland. Like, yeah. they always make fun of
0: us. Yeah. Always,
1: and we're like, hey, just so you know, <laughs> we're
0: the cooler place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that.
1: So sure, we don't have your money or your people <laughs> or your industry or your yeah. <laughs> but we're we're both very kind
0: countries, and we're and man, do we love putting our flags on stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of good comedians come from Scotland and Canada. Very true. A lot of good, actually, most inventions in the whole world come from Scotland.
1: <laughs> oh, do they a lot <laughs> yeah, of I'll stuff? Think
0: a lot of stuff. Yeah,
1: a lot of stuff comes from Canada too. Insulin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. A oh, basketball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, got pretty popular out west, obviously, as we sort of moved out this way. Uh, by 1950, Winnipeg had more curling clubs than Montreal and Toronto clubs combined. Oh, shock
1: it. (laughs) You know why? Because Winnipeg is never not frozen. (laughs) It's, like, the butt of every joke when it comes to, like, cold. It's like, oh, where are you going, Winnipeg? Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, and and apparently this, I was going to give this up to tell this later, but uh, despite having a smaller population, uh, which, uh, so it's number five out of the ten Canadian provinces for population, Manitoba, the province that Winnipeg is in, (laughs) uh, they have won more, the briar more times than anyone else. And then I like this, except Alberta. Like, I feel like we were, I'm like, that's a diss.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love that we won more times, but the country's not willing to come we, Okay. Here's a thing that we're coming to terms with. We are the Texas of Canada. Yeah, yeah. So everyone is so disappointed when we're good at anything. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, well, Winnipeg won the most times if you didn't count Alberta. You're like, Did you mean to say that Alberta won the most times? Is that what you meant to say? But you didn't want that you to. You couldn't possibly fathom putting those two fucking words together. I know it cracks me. <laughs> dude. That's so funny. It's just like, oh, did you know that? It, and I mean, I don't. I'm not meaning to be political in mm. any regard, but they're always just like, did you know that Ontario uh, creates the most amount of money uh, if it weren't for Alberta? <laughs> and then you're just like,
0: oh, what? Is that <laughs> <of me?" laughs> It means, well, no, no.
1: Yeah, it means, it means, like, It means fuck off with
0: all your oil money. Everyone hates us. Yeah. We, you know
1: what we are? We're the gun guy, we're the cowboy on the Simpsons that yeah. everyone makes fun of shooting his gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? Yeah. We're fucking dynamite at curling. So now
0: I'm going to tell you. Yes. A uh, my oh, Carla's own history story. <laughs> great,
1: <laughs> you were so disappointed in this, and I was so. And you know what? Hmm. Maybe the viewers can comment and let us know. Yeah. But this is. I thought this was great, and you know what? I think sometimes like a, your own personal thing in histories uh, is is more important than hearing somebody
0: else's. This yeah. is really cool. So the year was 1981. <laughs> Not so long ago, Brandy and Carla were still a. Uh, it's seed in someone else's pocket. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, Dad, remember when I was in a seed in your pocket? And he's like, Do you mean a sparkle in my eye? And I'm like, mm, Nope. I mean a seed in my. <laughs> Do you know that just do you, do you know what that hap- what happens if we were a seed in our dad's pocket? It means they just
0: jerked off into their own pocket. <laughs> oh, well, good thing this story is about my grandpa and not my dad. <laughs> oh
1: remember when we were a seed in our grandfather's boots? <laughs> when we were just a whisper on our man mother's ear.
0: So Grandpa John Harding Yes. Uh, big in the oil industry. Uh, big, big in the uh, going to the doodle spiel as we talked about. This is the oil. I think it's an oil and gas, uh, tournament. It's in Banff. Yes. The Very nice area. Yeah. Now this is the quote from my nana. Well, not quite a quote because I didn't actually write down for word for her, but she said the team, his team, was there to have fun. Yes. Mostly through drinking. <laughs> So they weren't the best team going. They were but just there to have a good time. They were just there to have a good time. Uh, and they were, they actually played pretty good. They got into the playoffs. So this was the last game of the Bondsville. Thank you. And they were playing one of the best teams.
1: Oh, I love this.
0: And so Grandpa Harding's team probably, the other team's probably like, oh, well, We'll beat these guys. And I'm sure my grandpa was like, this is fun. (laughs) Which is the worst thing for anyone that is competing to play against. You
1: know what I'm doing? I'm getting excited. Because you want to know something about me? I'm never the person competing for first. I don't fucking care. Yeah. I usually don't care. There are some things every once in a while where I'm like, I just want to be number one. Mm -hmm. But that is so (laughs) limited. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always been the person that's just like, I just tried my best and I saw what would happen. And people who are trying, Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, as the person who doesn't give a fuck, the only competition for me is beating that one person that cares.
0: Yeah, Because I'm just like, (laughs) I'm going
1: to just not care so much that it's going to bug them. Yeah. Let this
0: happen. So, like we said, you have, in an end, you have eight rocks to throw. So each member of the team gets to go... Twice, so they, you know, four, and then four. So, there is a thing. It's a mythical being. (laughs) I've made that up, but I've never seen it, and I only learned about it yesterday. At the end of this game, or at some point in the end, because obviously this was 1981, and my nan, I can't remember, and she was also, she she was playing bridge at the time, (laughs) and she was like, I guess everyone was like getting excited in the area, and she was like...
1: <laughs> so I, just, I just love how like this just doubles down on canadiana like, My Nana was playing bridge
0: yeah so then she went to watch it but uh they got an eight ender. what so that means that every rock that they threw for that end stayed not only just stay on the ice because a lot of the times you try to take out you know a guard which is like kind of at the top or you know you try to take out the other team's rocks yeah so, essentially, okay. one person throws a rock, yeah. and then the other team throws a rock. Yeah.
1: So, what traditionally happens is if the other team is good enough, yeah. they knock the, the other team's rock out of the way, and their rock stays
0: in place. Exactly. And you may want to leave their rock at some points, but generally, you're trying to make sure that you have the most rocks closest to the button. And when
1: Carlos says guard, what that means yes, is right. sometimes when you're throwing a rock... You don't want to get it the closest to the center. Yeah. You just want to set up in like the most literal way, a guard so that the other team, when they throw a rock, they can't get past your rock. Exactly. You
0: essentially have guards in the way to protect your rocks that are going to score you points. Yeah. Is that yeah. a good way? That's exactly there. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so what it would have had to mean is not only did the other team not knock any of their rocks off of the, cause after you hit a certain point like the halfway of the button, <laughs> then it's out. You yeah. don't get the ball or the, the rock doesn't get to stay in anymore. <laughs> so not only had this amazing team not managed to knock any rocks out, and I'm sorry if any of them are listening or any of their grandchildren are listening, <laughs> I'm sure they're very nice people. Um, <laughs> they then didn't manage to keep any of their rocks in the playing area. Right. So that means, yeah, all eight. Yeah. And there is a certain point, the kind of neat thing about uh, curling is you can concede. So after any point after this, the uh, sixth end, you can say, like, basically if the other team has, like, 14 points and you have one.
1: You can be like, oh, you know what, you're going to win. It's yeah. like, it's it's such a, it is both a Canadian and Scottish, very, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> Canadian and Scottish thing to yeah. Just, yeah. just be like. Oh, you freaking got her, bud. Good job. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. We're not doing it anymore. You know why? Because we could be at the pub. I'm not going to sit here and lose for fucking two more hours.
0: Yeah. So, uh, So, yeah. So, Grandpa got, they won the doodlespiel. He got a little uh, trophy, which my grandma found yesterday, which is cute.
1: Oh, my God. Please, can Did you take a picture
0: of it? She took a picture and sent it, yeah. So, so put that on the gram. Yeah, we'll put that on the gram. That's awesome. Um, and the other thing was, because we were trying to figure out when, uh, when this was, and I just went on the website, because, you know, this stuff has websites now. <laughs> yeah. So, the really nice thing was I got to see that my grandma actually had one in 1974, and he won in uh, 1981. And then you scroll down a little bit, there's Alan Richards, my dad. Yep. And he'd won two years of that, so much later in 2000.
1: And we joked about this a little earlier, but he would have been the type that would have been, uh, not, he wouldn't he,
0: have- He would have been the one that you were winning. This was not, the curling, not fun.
1: Not, curling is not for fun.
0: Curling and golf are very serious. No smiles.
1: But also the funniest thing about <laughs> Curl's dad, which I hope you're okay with me saying, yeah. is just like, he was also just the funniest guy to talk to- and the nicest guy to be around, and just... Well, he
0: loved you. He thought you were the fun... As soon as he... When he found out you were going to be a comedian, he was like, yep, yeah, that <laughs> makes sense. And, like, he would never appreciate anyone else going into any kind of, like... Any sort
1: of artwork. Oh, yeah. or... uh, You know what, though? He always just... He had such a, a big smile on his face and an excitement in his eyes for everything. Yeah. That, uh, you know, even though he was probably pretty serious about that, I can mm. just picture him being... Excited. I think
0: he was probably very happy after he won. Yeah.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> was, he was, yeah. That's so funny. Uh, well, uh. Well,
0: yeah, so that's kind of the history story. My mom did tell me that she had participated in a game that they had, the other team had an eight-ender. So it does happen, I think. Yeah. I've seen, I did look it up. There are, have been a couple in.
1: It's kind of like getting a 31 in Crip.
0: Or a hole-in-one. Yeah, it's like, just like. I'm it's like, like, like
1: 31 in Crip. <laughs>
0: That seems like a very, not. Is not, it 29? No, I just What's mean the like, board? well, crib is not really a sport. <laughs> It's a like, like goddamn card game. But
1: it's a very.
0: It's not um, in the Olympics. <laughs> it should be.
1: And no. hey, you know, one and another
0: thing? I feel like
1: crib should be in the Olympics. I don't know, I don't know if anybody else
0: plays crib. At is Sh- it? Is it a winter or summer sport, do you think? Oh, for Christ's sakes.
1: It's got to be, I don't know. I'd say a summer sport.
0: Yeah, you're doing it at the cabin, Cabin. you know you're out.
1: Did you grow up playing cribbage? Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: For those... I think it's 29, it's not 31, right? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, is pretty fun maybe we'll do an episode on crew that's <laughs> <Yes>, exactly <laughs> yeah. in our
0: effort to get it as a olympic sport yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll start a, a goddamn
1: <laughs> petition on door-to-door with a, just a 29 shaped uh, uh. petition being like i think this should be a sport <laughs> um
0: <laughs> well and the other thing, sorry, while we're talking about uh curling and olympics i have thought that it's been a part of the olympics forever and it did debut at, in France in the 1924 Winter Olympics. Wow. But it was not back officially until 1998. Get fucked, really? Yeah. So it was often a demonstration sport. So like in when it was here in Calgary in 1988, yeah. it was a demonstration sport.
1: I did not know that. No,
0: that is the... But, I don't know how I feel so about that.
1: That's cr- <laughs> I, You know what? I, the Olympics is... Is the
0: Olympics happening? Does anybody know? We don't know. No Does one no knows. one know? <laughs> I Last I heard, it was happening, but there was going to be nobody that was allowed to go... Well, now people are standing up in prosecution because the, the Chinese... Being oh, prosecuted. no, that's for the next one. What? Yeah, so we're not... So we still have to do Taiwan and... No, is it Taiwan? No. Tokyo, sorry. Tokyo in Japan from last year. And then there's the... Um, One in China, which I think is Beijing. Oh wow! And that's the one we're thinking about Cats boycotting. Them. Right. But there's still Tokyo to still do from last Holy year. Smokes. A lot of Olympic stuff going on. A lot of Olympic stuff.
1: Going on. <laughs> Man, do I hope curling's in it. <laughs>
0: It is. It's now an official sport. Well,
1: that, that that's something else that, I mean, I, I hope I'm not intruding
0: on your interesting facts. Uh, oh, no. And sorry. I shouldn't be saying interesting facts. Sorry. We just... No, I'm
1: ju- I'm just... I, I the, Something people should know is that most curlers have a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a real big paid sport. It takes a lot of time, a lot of practice. Yeah. So, if you're on the national curling team, even those people... I think they maybe have... They have some sponsorship behind them and stuff like that, but I mean, I'm telling you, it's not much. Oh no! And it's like
0: uh, you're not making baseball money. You're not making baseball (laughs) money, bitch. No one's making baseball money, even basketball players are making. But
1: I will tell, I will say this as a plea to Canadians: Mm -hmm. Please, for the love of fucking Christ, support Canadian people. Yeah, like support. If you want any industry here, support it. Like, you know, support if you like curling, support it. If you like comedy, support Canadian comedy. If you like Canadian right, the amount of talent that is in this country is insane. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you this, most Canadian performers, most Canadian athletes, like the CFL.
0: Yeah. Those, yeah.
1: Like, do you know how many times you go into a Home Depot and see the quarterback working the <laughs> fucking... It's insane. It's like, it's it's just like we can't support our own. So I hate yeah. to take a big stance in the middle of a, <laughs> what is a very drunk, very lighthearted podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. but it's true, man. Yeah. It's like, take it, take it. If you want to support this and you're so high on your, on your post about everything. Yeah. It's like, everyone's like, uh, d- hashtag support local. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, you definitely could. Yeah. Uh, so there's a million things you can... And curling's one of them. Curling's one of the things, like, these professional athletes are actually people who are just working at superstore.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like, right now we had a really interesting... We're currently having a very interesting curling season. Because they are in a bubble in Calgary. Are they? I didn't know that. Yeah, so they've been in the bubble for, I think, since February. So, because they have the Scotties, the Briar, the Mixed just happened. Then they have World's Men's, World's Women's, I think. So, I mean, some of these take, like, two weeks, so they actually are just having to give up, all, like, kind of families and go live in Calgary. In the bowl. In the bowl.
1: <laughs> They're actually
0: at COP, so, are they just- yeah,
1: yeah. Actually, actually, Calgary does have a pretty um, dynamite... Uh, what, what happened was we had the Olympics here. Mm-hmm. Any city that's had the Olympics is sort of blessed with the fact that they then,
0: from that point on have Olympic facilities. Yeah. Except for our stuff at COP, which is now closing all down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, just like the the ski jumps. Yeah. 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 But actually they continued to build onto it mm-hmm. and they built a full new rank up there and everything like yeah. that. And I was recently up there and they have like bobsledding, like a full... they well, they still them, have the bobsledding. They okay, still okay. have the bobsledding. And they also still have the... They built a new rink up on there that's Olympic-sized. Right. And every, they, they kind of updated the Olympic facilities. Yeah. I think I,
0: that's where they're playing it. Because it doesn't really have any stands. Or we, much stands. Because, obviously, we're not allowed to watch it.
1: Yeah, there's not people there. <laughs> yeah. But anything. Like any other sport, I guess, yeah, right now.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. Sorry. So. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're a little we're long so, on Yeah, this. we're
1: a little off track. But it, it, when we're off track, that all that means is that we're, <laughs> we're excited. passionate yeah. about
0: the, the thing that we're talking about. Have you got a, uh, a news story for us? You are sweet ass. Are it. you going to talk about a controversy? I
1: might be bringing up something a little controversial. So, I hope to God.
0: I mean, I know prepared. that curling and controversy go one in one. Listen to me. If you're looking <laughs> for drama,
1: you go down onto the old sheet of bumpy ice. <laughs> <laughs> and you will find yourself a sheet full of drama. This uh, this uh, story is, if it could get more Canadian, I don't know. Yeah. Also, i just like I don't know. If, <laughs> like being boozy is more Canadian than not. Yeah. I will tell you this: every time I go down to Montana, which I typically do a lot, I spend a lot of time in Montana, United States of America. And when I go to the grocery down there, because they sell booze right in their grocery. Yep. Uh, you go down there, and they every, every time we ring through what we're going through, before I even pay with money or show ID, they go, "Are you Canadian?" And, <laughs> and I go, "Yeah." And they go, "They go, this is more than we drink in a month." Here. <laughs> and then I laugh or whatever, and then they go, "How long you stay?" In two weeks, and I go, "Uh, it's a long weekend. We're going back." On. <laughs> But what people don't realize is boost costs a lot more here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, With that, I will tell you the news story of the week uh, and it is entitled Drunk Canadian Curlers Cooked Out of Kicked out of tournament final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. I'll, I'll just give you sort of the article word for word, because I think they uh, s- surmise it a little better than I could. <laughs> a curling team led by the Olympic gold medalist has been kicked out of Canadian tournament for poor behavior. Poor behavior. Listen to me, drunk, trying to say behavior. <laughs> One more time. Ready? <laughs> Behaviour. Ooh, that's kind of close. (laughs) Uh, The booze in me wanted to throw an end in there. Uh, Ryan Fry, who won the gold for Canada in 2014 Winter Olympics, and his teammates forfeited their final game at the Red Deer Curling Classic. (laughs) (laughs) All these words. Just like, 100%, yeah, this tracks. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, there's a through line. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, forfeited their game in the Red Deer Curling Classic in Alberta after fans and opponents complained. So that means they were so drunk that not only their opponents, but their own fans were like, hey, this guy got to go. Uh, the group repeatedly broke brooms. <laughs> And damaged locker rooms <laughs> in a statement for I apologized for his behavior. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> a little out of here. You know when things can get on the old dusty trail? We are fired up. We just want to toss out a few sorries. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was part of the Canadian curling team that beat Great Britain Curlers in the Scotty in 2014 final. They went, out. <laughs> they went out to curl, and they were extremely drunk, breaking brooms and swearing. <laughs> Who is this? Who is this fucking Shirley that's all fired up on swearing? <laughs> that's got to be a Shirley, right? I think so. Well, I swear to Christ. If they just <laughs> went out their breaking brooms, I get it. But they don't got to be swearing, l- using the Lord's name and being for Pete's sake. Uh, Red Deer Curling Center <laughs> facility manager Wade Thunder oh. told Canadian Broadcast for CBC. Mister Thumber also said some damages in the locker room as well. Fry and teammate Jamie Coey, Yeah, yeah. There yeah, you there we go. Chris Shiley and DJ Kirby were disqualified as the results. <laughs> and then there's a few tweets to follow. Uh, Let's see what the tweets say here. (laughs) On the curling at the on the curling (laughs) tour, the team of Jamie Coy, Ryan Fry, Chris shiley and DJ Kirby or Kidby has has been ejected from the Red Deer Curling Classic due to unsportsmanlike behavior, forfeiting their remaining game.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) it was quite the thing. So I actually found out about it from my husband, who. We'll watch curling. He is Scottish, obviously, so he won't he's not really big in curling. He doesn't like curling. Um, but he's had to watch a lot of it with my mom. So he's coming around to it. Uh his coworker big into curling. So Andy came home and was like, Do you hear about these drunken curlers? And I was like, What? And he's like, Yeah yeah yeah. And so uh Fry used to play for Jacobs. Jacobs was like one of the biggest yeah. curlers. Um, so I was like, that's crazy. And then he's like, yeah, simmer and Red Deer. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll
1: <laughs> Here, I'll tell you a story. Love about... to Red
0: Deer. I spent all my childhood in Southern Lake, so. I'll tell you what, I used to play a lot of hockey in Red Deer. And
1: I, uh, I, I was part of a ladies hockey league oh. in Red Deer.
0: And
1: what <laughs> happened was, oh, good gracious. We went to some sort of a strip bar. And yeah. I don't really know what it was. It was sort of just like half a regular bar, but strippers came out on the top level. There was like a weird, like, balcony level where the strippers came out. And for some reason, whether you're a man or a woman, it makes you go bananas. Right, yeah. You're just like, this is the greatest! (laughs) We need shots. So I got into the, I fired into the shots. And then I I was there with a hockey team. I was on a hockey tournament. I started getting a little lippy. As you would. As I do. So I started being challenging. I'm sure I was being challenging. <laughs> I was challenging the other gals. Right. To what I'm uncertainly. And the last thing I remember is telling the biggest girl on the team if she didn't like me, then fucking hit me. <laughs> and she knocked me unconscious. <laughs> so I woke up in the hotel room. And then I woke up in a hot tub. <laughs> wasn't full it was like an empty hot tub and all like that some sort of a honeymoon suite (laughs) (laughs) and the coach of the team was dating a friend of mine like we were older like we're like i would have
0: hoped you weren't 14 years old at a strip club in red deer yeah
1: yeah yeah Like older, you know, like we're like on a ladies' team, but the 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 coach is dating one of the players, right? And she's a good friend of mine, and they've had this idea that they're we're gonna go on this tournament, they're gonna get the romantic suite with the hot tub in it. So then when I wake up in the room, and I'm just like fully clothed in a hot tub with no water in it, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And they were like, and then I wait, I I finally like talk to everybody, they're like, you wouldn't shut the fuck up. Ryder had to punch you in the face. And I was like, "Really?" Like I'm not mad. I'm like, "Oh my god, I must have been lippy." And then she was like, "Oh, she knocked you out." But then she knocked you out so cold that we were stressed. So you wouldn't wake up. So then we put you in this empty hot tub so we could watch you. <laughs> Then I'm like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> so then they're like waiting for me to wake up, and this is supposed to be like this, like romantic for the coach yeah. Uh, the said they're just window watching window. you for, yeah. a... and they're just waiting for me to wake up and project off you. And I just wake up, I'm like, oh I want eggs,
0: Benedict. <laughs> So oh, it's just like out of control oh, totally. <laughs> so see, that's why they were drinking in red deer. Yeah, it's so not their fault. I don't blame
1: them for no. drinking in red deer. Come on. But
0: he got fired off of uh Jacob's team and he oh, plays boy. for I can't remember where he plays for now, but can't Yeah. Grief. Not Jacobs, I'll tell you that. I don't I'm Jacobs. <laughs> not Jacobs, not Jacobs is fine when he goes to Red Deer. Good grief! Um, yeah, so that oh. was.
1: <laughs> what do you figure, Carly? Do you want to get into the cocktail? Yeah, Lord knows we have. So this is kind of another one where we pick something that was a little more just like whatever it is. Yeah, it just sort of matches this thing. But um, I don't know if the drink specifically matches the event, but all the individual details of it does. Uh, We picked the Forty Creek Nanaimo Bar uh, Cream. Very good. It's so good, dude.
0: Dessert in a glass.
1: It is 100% dessert in a glass. And a little bit more Canadiana than I I really uh, thought originally.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know Forty Creek. It's kind of like a Bailey's is what we're drinking.
1: Yeah, essentially, it's, it's kind of like a Bailey's, um, a little history on Forty Creek, a little newer uh, than you would think. Actually, 1992. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so the founder of John Hall and Master Blender, who cool. uh, yeah, a
0: funny
1: name to have, uh, joined forces to carve out a bold new path for Canadian whiskey, a relentless challenge that took eight years in a plan, perfect to produce. I'm just reading right off their website, if you can't tell. Maybe I should start this way. Yeah. Uh, any sort of a Bailey's cream, yeah, of any kind, is made with whiskey. What? Yes, I did not know that. Did you not know
0: that? It's funny because I don't really like whiskey. Yeah, it's 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 made with whiskey,
1: and I the only reason I know this is because when we drink Baileys in our coffee,
0: my dad, yeah, always goes,
1: "No, thank you, I don't drink whiskey
0: in the morning." <laughs> you know, who gave me my first Baileys and coffee. My dad. No, your mom.
1: Oh, <laughs> <All> that tracks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 100%. <laughs> I've been
1: drinking them ever, ever since. Well, so, uh, Bailey's and coffee is a, a, a pretty Canadian... I don't know if it's a Canadian thing or if it's a... I think we had it in
0: the UK. It's very... Like, I kind of associate it with Christmas because you're drinking all day on Christmas.
1: It's a little cold and, you, and you're kind of... You're drinking coffee anyways, so why not fire a little something Yeah. In. Bailey's is so, like... The, the, the alcohol percentage is truly so low. Yeah. It's like my... <laughs> This is how my mom argues it. My dad always goes, Oh no, thank you, I don't drink whiskey in the morning. And then my mom my mom would go, Well, I'd have to have ninety five to get drunk. <laughs> so, but the, the alcohol percentage in it in the it it's honestly it's so low and it's mostly cream. It's right. just uh there is whiskey in it. And it it is essentially so what, what Forty Creek here has done and and I've I've looked a little into Forty Creek, they're pretty new
0: whiskey. Right.
1: And that's kind of unheard of
0: so there are they doing canadian rye whiskey then or are they doing uh, it's rye whiskey yeah okay. um
1: so and it's a relatively new rye whiskey yeah That's so, cool. which is not typically like there's not a lot of staple things in canada that are there new. is
0: yeah like i mean we've done the other famous rye whiskey rye whiskey on this podcast
1: Yeah, which is Crown
0: Royal. Thank you. I was like... (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, that's the thing, though, that for Rye whiskey, I mean, there's an R&R, but for Christ's sakes, that's like... Canadian Club, I guess. Canadian Club. That's it. I mean, it's just, it's kind of low barrel whiskey, but this is, I mean, Crown Royal is a high... It's a highly regarded... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ...in a lot of of different countries. Uh, Forty Creek seems to have the same... uh, accolades oh, okay. over the past 10 years including awards and recognition from the New York International Spirits Competition Canadian um, Whiskey Awards and Whiskey Advocate, Advocate Magazine. So it, it's it's made its way. Yeah. The funny thing is is what we've chosen to drink it with <laughs> and how we're choosing to drink it is insane. Yeah. Because
0: well, but the, the first time I'd ever heard of them was at Christmas time there was this Nanaimo Bar cream and it got sold out everywhere. And that's the first time I'd heard about this.
1: Would Chelsea grab us some more? Did you bring the forty? Creep I forgot up?
0: to bring it up. I've Would been you bring us the forward. forty
1: group up? Sorry, thanks. So. Oh well. Shout out to Chelsea, also <laughs> by know. the way, who like has been taking pictures of us all night long. Any pictures you typically see, where it's both of us are here, but somebody else is doing it, it's Chelsea, and that's my sister. And also, anytime I just scream, Chelsea, get me a cocktail, <laughs> she's like more than happy and so kind. So if you guys could all just recognize that I'm being a bag in my state. <laughs> <laughs> it was named Canadian Whiskey Distillery of the Year. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's it's no joke. I yeah. mean, they're doing a great job. So uh, and but but you know, the I fact
0: mean, that we picked this one. The
1: fact that we picked this one to date d- d- hey, you it know is kind what?
0: That's how you get into these things. You, it is, It's though. just, like, grilling It's just, you kind of, it was on your television for a while, and then you... Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: maybe give give me some idea as why, so Carla picked this. Mm-hmm. Why you thought this would be a good match.
0: Well, I really wanted to drink it, so that was <laughs> part of it. <laughs> um, and I mean, okay, so Nanaimo bars, they're traditionally a Christmas thing. It's, I think it's only, I don't even know if you get it in Eastern Canada, uh it's a weird thing it's like a hard piece of chocolate on top a creamy generally dyed bright green underneath and then kind of a cookie bottom with coconut in it
1: yeah it's like it's it's a lot of stuff yeah and actually I'm allergic to so I'm allergic to pistachios peanuts and cashews right so I thought I'd be allergic to this yeah but, and that green color, there's no reason for it. No,
0: there's not, but it just...
1: <laughs> they just dye it. Yeah. So, I always thought that was pistachio. Anything oh, that's typically... green. Anything pistachio is typically green. Right.
0: It's not pistachio. No, it's I think walk- it's actual natural color is just yellow, but we like yeah. it. So, yeah, it's a very Canadian thing. Uh, like I said, this got huge press at Christmas time this year and was sold out. And I just thought, you know, curling, it's cold... Maybe you're out there with your coffee. Maybe you're outside. That's impressive. Yeah. If you're curling outside, that's very impressive. You could throw this in your coffee. It would be very nice. We're drinking it with ice. It's very nice. <laughs> Dude, you know what? So with Bailey's, mm-hmm.
1: that's something that I would traditionally only drink with coffee.
0: Yeah, I don't know I could have a glass. I could have a glass too. For chance, three. Of this? Of this.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I had one sip was over the moon about it. Yeah. I was like, this is crazy. This is so... this." Is, <laughs> but now, and it's always funny that we can find these correlations, like, sort of mm-hmm. later in the episode, but <laughs> this is, like, how I feel about curling. Yeah. I was like, no thank you by itself. Yeah. But then I have it, and I'm like, ooh, seven more, please. Yes,
0: exactly. Uh,
1: uh, would you like to hear a little history on uh, the city of Nanaimo? And, oh yes. and perhaps why uh, it is his, its namesake.
0: And where? Sorry, where is Forty Creek? I can now. I have the bottle here. Where is Forty Creek? It's Niagara. Oh, okay. It's, not,
1: it's yeah. It's made in the heart of Niagara. Oh, I did read that earlier. Of the both the history of Nanaimo and the history of the Nanaimo Bar. Very exciting. Because they are both very Canadian. So I'll give you a little a little read here. And this is from assets blog who even knows how to <laughs> people are like where, where the fuck's that from oh it's from the old assets blog <laughs> mm. no it's from the foodnetwork.ca oh, okay the the history of the Nanaimo bar located on the eastern shore of Vancouver Island Nanaimo BC is a verdant broadly kind of place a typical Pacific Coast town, washed in its foggy grays and steel ocean blues,
0: this is a misty city. That means that what that means? I know what that means. It it's, just rains there all the time. Yeah, I
1: don't know why they're trying to jazz
0: <laughs> up fucking rain. Yeah,
1: but if you've had to live in Vancouver for longer than a month, I'm gonna tell you something. It gets real bummed out when the misty grays <laughs> mess mix with the ocean blues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: It's just great. It's just great. It's
1: just great. <laughs> and every once in a while, somebody reminds you that isn't from there, and they'll go, hey, but you live by the ocean. You're like, oh, now i got to feel bad about both things? <laughs> but they go on to say, <laughs> this misty city is also the namesake for what might just be the sunniest dessert square the world has ever produced. A Nanaimo Bar, a soft layer of yellow custard sandwiched between rich chocolate, ganache, and a coconut graham crust. The first known recipe of the Nanaimo Bar appeared in the 1952 Women's Auxiliary of the Nanaimo Hospital Cookbook. Wait, what? I mean, I get
0: most of my cookbooks from hospitals, but I just didn't know that one. At a famous auxiliary <laughs> hospital.
1: <one>? I don't know <laughs> if anybody else does this in their workspace. I know my sister actually just came home with a cookbook this year. Yeah. Of everybody in the office submits. Their, oh, that's cute. Submits their recipes, oh. and then they make a cookbook. And for Christmas, everybody gets the cookbook. Cute. It's kind of a really good idea. Yeah. Actually. So that was the first written artifact. It was in 1952. It was part of the Women's Auxiliary of the Nanaimo Hospital cookbook. And it was <laughs> labeled Chocolate Square. One year later, a similar recipe published in the Vancouver editor Adams Cook Eden cookbook, mm-hmm. this time, was going by the name Nanaimo Bar. So it's like one of the rare instances where the recipe came from a place. <laughs> yeah. And they honored it. Yeah. They were just like, for God's sakes, that's Jonas from Nanaimo. That's her <laughs> recipe. No one claimed it. Oh. so it, it, kind of. So they were like, oh, that comes. That was the gal on Nanaimo. We'll call it the Nanaimo bar. Yeah. So they published it in another cookbook, and they called it the Nanaimo bar. That's cute. So uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, and then it went on to the Nanaimo um, Museum, and they have that. Not the first cookbook, not the hospital one, but they right. have the Vancouver one. Oh. And they have it in the, the museum. Cool. And there's a picture here. I'll maybe get you a picture for the old Instagram. Oh. That's a little history on where that came from. Nanaimo is a city off the coast of Vancouver. It's on Vancouver Island. It's kind of a small little town. It was a coal town to begin with. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, So Forty Creek uh, being a whiskey from... Uh, Ontario. Ontario. It's yeah. kind of funny
0: that they paired with them. Yeah, that was interesting. Because
1: they're just kind of like,
0: yeah, well. Now I have another connection, I guess, which I didn't do on purpose. Uh, my dad is a former coaler. Yes. Kohler. Oh, really? Coal miner. He? Yeah. Yeah, he my brother is. Um, and he and your brother goes to drive the big, big trucks.
1: Uh, he used to. Now he's he's upgraded himself to the
0: um. He's like a supervisor, but he used to drive the big trucks in Sparwood. Yeah, um, but Nanaimo bars are my favorite, my dad's favorite dessert. So I didn't remember that till just now, but really, yeah. So, oh, that's kind of cool. And the curler. I swear to God, this is a tribute. This is a tribute mm-hmm. to him. <laughs> this whole episode. Yeah, there's definitely. I think like it does smell, taste kind of like Bailey's, but it has that coconut thing, which I mean, I love coconut. So I love coconut too. Anything that that's probably what makes this taste. Dude, I just a. Just I a really treat. like coconut. Yeah.
1: Like, I like coconut in anything. Um, It's a different, yeah, it's a different taste. I will say this. If you're just looking for something sweet. Yeah. And nice and warm and fuzzy. Yeah. And you want to get drunk. Yeah. Like, we just drank it over ice. Yeah. But it's also getting drunk in a sneaky way, too. So it's like, pour it into your coffee, go into, yeah. the, arena, go yep. into the arena, watch the game. Yep. And yep. it'll be fun.
0: We're watching at home as we're all not allowed to go anywhere. Yeah, we can't go anywhere.
1: <laughs> so just fire it up on the old TV and yeah. lie to your loved one about yeah. drinking.
0: Or just drink it out of the bottle, let's <laughs> be honest. That's what we're all going to be doing. We're all going to
1: be in our Jim Jams drinking goddamn
0: whiskey. Yeah. Uh, some interesting facts? Hit me! All right. Four, back to, back to curling. Back to the curling world. Uh... So, this island in Scotland had some pretty weird shit that went on. It's a very small island. I don't understand how big it is. It says it's 99 hectares.
1: Okay, that's pretty small.
0: Which I think I then tried... I did it, like, several times. It said that that's less than a kilometer squared.
1: It's not very big, dude.
0: So, that's that's where all of the rocks are coming from. Well, a lot of the rocks are coming from. It's actually owned by the 9th Marquess of... Elsa. <laughs> okay, well, I don't
1: know if it's just, like, the Duke of Curling. <laughs> like, that's a little on the nose. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, she did try to put it up for sale for 2.5 million pounds back in May 2011. But as of 2020, she still owns it. Uh, but the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds leases the land until 2050. Okay. Now, another little Canadian uh, connection is... It is home to two birds, gannets, I don't know what those are, and puffins. And puffins um, are big in Newfoundland.
1: Puffins are your fave.
0: I love a puffin. They just look like, they, when we were in Newfoundland, They when you see them fly, they just look like a hot dog. They <laughs> like they're really not good at flying, they're really not good at landing. I know. It's a mess. I don't understand what happened. But they're kind quite of cute. Like they,
1: they almost look like, like picture a, a six inch penguin. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, kind of, and also looks kind of like with a bit of a toucan coloring. Kind of a toucan coloring. Yeah, yeah they're like beautiful. But then you see them flying, and you're like, no, no, kind you should like not be. How beautiful people? They're <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> they should like not. The
1: prettier they are, the oh, dumb yeah. they get.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's that island. Now, do you want to hear about the revel of the curling world? You bet your sweet ass, I do. Apparently, it's not Ryan Fry. Uh, <laughs> he, this guy, this his name was uh, Paul. Gosel, and he wore plaid pants and long hair. Wow. Yeah. Now. Hippie. Here, here's where it gets real, real rebellious. <laughs> you think your controversy is big?
1: <laughs> I'm blow this
0: one out of the water. During a tournament in Regina in 1980, he ordered pizza in the middle of the game Get and ate.
1: This
0: guy. Yeah. his argument was barely sound though he's like well we have like they were in a stadium or whatever so all the fans go to the stands to eat yeah and they have to do that and then they have to get right back on the ice so he's like i just ordered some pizza but that marked him as the rebel of the curling world so
1: (laughs) and you know what so i you know i always try to figure out what it is about canadian politeness that's the thing that's just like you know, like, what, what makes us more polite than other people that yeah. were being recognized for this? Yeah. And you know what? Us calling him a rebel, that, <laughs> this is exactly what it is. Yeah. It's just like, well, this fucking guy mm-hmm. orders some food, and he doesn't offer it to the opposing that's team. That's
0: probably what it was. He didn't was. offer it to the opposing po- team.
1: So I swear to God, that's what it is. Yeah. They called him the rebel because he ordered that pizza,
0: and he didn't ordered it in front it.
1: of everyone else, and he didn't offer nobody Yeah.
0: Cool. And if you're going to
1: eat, you got to offer.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's why they were so mad at those drinking guys. Maybe they didn't share their alcohol. And maybe they were just
1: busting up brooms and not firing off.
0: <laughs> I know. They were using a, <laughs> that t-shirt gun to throw up shots. Maybe they were yeah, on a different yeah. yeah. That's their t-shirt guns. like <laughs> uh um, yeah this is good this is a fun episode dude this
1: might be my favorite we've yeah. in a very long time
0: I, this is fun and we're both so hesitant because
1: yeah. we were just kind of already drunk before we started yeah
0: and we didn't want to fuck it up because curling is canada's national sport i think we've done it justice i think so well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Um,
1: We appreciate it more than you'll ever know. We literally look at our analytics and we're like, <laughs> we have one more listener. Yeah, so whoever that exciting. is every week, we, we, we certainly appreciate you. And uh, furthermore, um, Patreons. Oh my goodness. We mm. have an incredible group of people that uh, support us and listen to our extra bonus episodes and our extra things uh, that we put out every uh, couple of weeks. Uh, and if you're interested in that, head over to our Patreon. You yeah. can hit it up on our website. I, I have it in a link tree. All you got to do is click on uh, the site in any link I give you.
0: And we've uh, we've created new kind of tiers here. So we've got Beer League. Yeah. We've got Cocktail Hour. And we have the Wine Club.
1: <laughs> Which is awesome. And, if, <laughs> and, if, and if, if anybody's interested, oh boy, we will fire up our champagne room. Oh, don't yeah. you, don't oh, you worry yeah. about it. Oh, <laughs> Uh, so we have all kinds of new bonus content that we put out, uh, every, uh, couple of weeks and extra stuff and extra merch and all kinds of different things. So, uh, head over to the Patreon to check that out. Um, we also just like, uh, we're with, uh, 604 Records. We're with, uh, Comedy Here Often, the, the Cho Podcast Network. Yeah. It's, uh, incredible. The, there's so many people on that that you should go and check out. Uh, a few to mention is uh, the Dead Baby Bear podcast, which is Sean LaComber and uh, Kathleen McGee are hilarious. Oh, I haven't heard that one yet. Dude, it's so funny. They're so fun. They're just like a joy to listen to. Uh, Nor Kidway, who is a dear friend of mine, yeah. um, he's out in Toronto, and he does kind of a more of a spiritual podcast you should check out. Uh, there's a million on there, so uh, we're, we're so grateful to be part of the team there. So please go check out everybody else who's on there and uh we we thank you so much for your love and support and uh
0: we hope you continue to listen thanks guys thanks guys